0: Hello, everybody, what's up? You're listening to I Was Just Wondering with Tom Salmon, the podcast that dives into music, film and games and everything else in between. My guests on this week's episode are director Anthony Inti and writer Chingez Kribnikov, the creative team behind the award-winning short film Dair, which tells the story of Matilda and Prince's life-changing road trip from Ghana's vibrant coast to its inner city streets plagued by crime and gangsters we jumped into Anthony Ching's experience of how they first met studying film at the Royal Institute of Theatre, Cinema and Sound in Brussels, how Boz Yankin's film Fresh influenced their shared creative vision, and what's it like being European-based filmmakers shooting a short film in Ghana. And if you love this episode, leave a small tip in my Bitcoin jar, as it really helps the podcast. You can find the address to my Bitcoin wallet in the show notes below. So if you're running, stuck in a traffic jam, or sitting behind a desk at work, Hope You enjoy my interview with Anthony and Chingiz. Um, So hello, Anthony and Chingiz. Welcome to the podcast. So for people who aren't familiar with your award-winning film and TV work, who are you and what do you do? Uh,
1: I'm uh, Anthony Inti, um, director and writer. Uh, okay, occasionally uh, if if must i i produce um i i work uh, i did a short film called Daille, um which won the grand prix and uh, uh did a tv show for the belgian uh, national tv uh, television station and uh, now working on our first uh, feature and uh, throughout throughout the, the fiction um we I I do some some commercials and some video clips here and there, that's and that's me.
2: Yeah, hi. Um, my name is Chingis Karyagov, and um, I co-wrote um, Daye together with Anthony, and also produced it. Um, as Anthony said before, we produce when uh, necessary, when we have to do it. Mm-hmm. So, we, but we're happy we did Daye and um, um, working on, also worked on. Me and Anthony always work together. So um, all the projects that he mentioned are projects that um, we've worked on together, the TV show, uh, the feature film, and hopefully many more projects to come.
0: So before we jump into your latest short film, Dair, um, I'd just like to uh, sort of ask you a, a question going back to your teenage years of what was the first film you really appreciated artistically?
1: Uh, it was, you know... It, it's a, it's a funny um it's a, it's a it's a good question because like uh me me and uh chingis you know we often talk about like you know uh, growing up and stuff and uh i remember uh recently uh my uncle told me which film that really impressed me because you know growing up uh in ghana um we would go to my uncle's house because he had he had like the big a big tv not everybody had tvs where we lived so mm. um that's where we will go on sundays to like watch uh films you know and uh i remember we saw a film and then after after that the next sunday we saw another film and this, the character that was in the in the previous film that died was in the new film so i was very confused you know and uh, I remember asking my my uncle like how is that possible and he was like, yeah you know he explained for the first time like that film is not real you know mm-hmm. uh, and 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 actually like this year is it's when I figured out that film was fresh it's called fresh by, by boss Yakin by, right,
3: okay by,
1: yeah and uh and I I recently actually saw the film I think in 2020. I saw the film again, uh, Chingy sent it, And I was like, man, this film looks so familiar. Like, mm. uh, and yeah, so, it, but it's by coincidence. So I can answer your question perfectly. It's yeah. fresh. But that's the thing is that uh, it's funny because when I was a kid uh, and I used to live in Kazakhstan,
2: um, I also saw that film and it, it stuck with me as well. And then later when we were st- studying film, um, you know, nobody really knows that film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a very popular film of, like, that genre. Like, like in the 90s, there were, like, these, um, you know, I'd call New Jack Cinema. Right, yeah, yeah. And and they would, you know, New Jack City, menace um, Society, mm-hmm. and these were all, like, great films, but, you know, fresh. I mean, for me, at the time, I was like, wow, this is... This film is amazing, and I remember back in the day, me and Anthony would talk about, you know, just several films, but, you know, one of the films that kind of stood out to us was, like, Fresh. Mm. And obviously, for Anthony, it was, like, the most influential film of all
0: time, apparently. (laughs) So I was just going to say, I'm familiar with New Jack Cinema, but I'm not actually familiar with Fresh. I probably have seen it, but I can't remember it. So for people who haven't seen it, what is the story about?
1: Uh, i mean the the story is about this kid uh it's actually not like a loss of innocence it's about this kid um that you know that you know something he, he, something happens to his sister and he wants to like t- uh take the matters in his own hands you know uh and he and his work his world crosses you know a little it's like this dr- local drug dealer and um and he's like kind of like He's with the sister and, and and the kid doesn't like it and uh, he takes matters in his own hands and and uh, yeah try tries to set up all these drug drug dealers or whatever mm. um but but the thing is that he has this he has a dad you know that is around but you know uh, also played by Samuel Jackson if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And uh, he's just like, the only time he kind of like connects with his dad is like when they play chess and the dad is like very, uh, he's like this very strict man. And uh, I remember the last scene, um, like he always tells his his boy to man up and, and, and then, you know, after a journey, of, uh, of trying to set up all these drug dealers. He, he sits down to play chess with his dad and then he starts crying. And yeah, I, I, that, that was super powerful. But it's like, it's, it's this journey of, of a kid that, um, yeah, his past crosses the, the adolescence, mm. you know, the, the adult world and, and yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of like what it's about it actually.
0: That's really interesting in terms of, of, of that. And then also in terms of the two different places you come from, um, sort of geographically, I guess, because you, um, Anthony Grapp and Ghana and Chingez, I'm sure you mentioned you were from Kazakhstan and then you ended up studying at the Royal Institute of Theatre and Cinema in Brussels. So what made you want to study at that particular school and how did you two meet each other?
2: The um, thing is, you know, I didn't move to Belgium to study film. Um I'd moved to Belgium when I was a, when I was young, I was nine, ten.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and then uh, later came the decision to study film and right. uh, study in, in Brussels. There were there are only a few um uh film schools in in uh, in Belgium, which is actually quite a lot because Belgium is pretty small. <laughs> um but um yeah, uh decision to study in Brussels, it's It's, uh, I mean, for me, it's just, you know, Brussels is, is the most exciting city and, 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 and where you want to get inspiration is, I mean, it's, uh, the, the city is a deciding factor, you know?
3: Right.
2: Um, yeah. Meeting with Anthony is kind of like, you know, obviously we were in a school with not that many people of foreign descent. And not only was Anthony like a foreign descent, he was, he was like from a foreign, you know, like he didn't, he wasn't born in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I guess it, it wasn't like playing in our minds, I think, but you know, like you kind of realize, oh yeah, we're not, we're both not from here. And, um, yeah, I, I think it, it connected us at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, am I wrong? Do you agree, Tom?
1: Hey, I disagree. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's exactly. You know, for me, like meeting Ching is, and, you know, Ching is coming from the other side of the world and me coming from, you know, uh, the other side, we still had like a lot of similarities when we we, we we spoke about stories or what kind of stories that we thought were interesting or um so yeah, we just connected, and also like how we work. Like we we have this—I don't know—we have a a, a a special way of working. Mm. Uh, um, I think you know working with. I always I always say you know teamwork works best, but it's it's not easy to work in a team, obviously. Mm. And, and if we if we and we we yeah I don't know it just happened organically that that. Like like for instance, like fresh is like it's a big coincidence that we, you know, as a kid, we saw these, these two films and that later will become like a, an inspiration for storytelling. And, 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 um, yeah. And that he saw it in Kazakhstan and I saw it in Ghana, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like the beauty of why we want to make films also, like you can reach, uh, people from all over the world. So the, 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 um, the starting point of why we wanted to make films, uh, um, connect it, it just made sense and and so we started working together like uh in the beginning you know in film school you have to do everything so it was like ching is i f- filmed for my stuff i filmed for his stuff we edited together like so it was just like searching for our voices together and uh and and that's how yeah the collaboration turned into and and yeah we've been working together ever since actually i'm
0: so from that first initial collaboration, how have you maintained a healthy and unified and creative partnership? Because obviously as individuals, your tastes have changed, and your points of view have probably sort of changed, but how have you kind of sort of let that sort of be able to sort of like grow, but also maintain that creative partnership?
2: A lot of times, um, because when, even when we're like, a lot of times when we're separate, like it, the same things interests us, you know? So I'll always, I'm always surprised by like, like when we watch watch a movie and we talk about it later and he, he would talk about like, he would talk about it with somebody else. The same scene would, you know, stay with us.
3: Right.
2: And, um, it's, you know, you know, we can't help it, you know, obviously besides that Anthony is, is like a brother to me, you know, so. You know, it. Oftentimes, we're not not even working. We're just hanging out. You know, it just it feels it feels like almost like it's it's more like a coincidence that we're also doing film. Like we're, uh, I feel like we're brothers. You know, so um, making films like a pastime. Although it's, it's very, uh, very
1: difficult then.
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> exhausting.
1: <laughs> yes. No, but like, I mean, I, that's something that I think crosses minds because, of course, you know, like uh, two individuals, you know, uh, will never always think alike, um, but to, uh, till now we, we we are on the same page when it comes to and, and of course we don't we don't always like agree on stuff but like um I think we understand each other and, and if you as long as you you can do that and you can understand and you can see it um we we, we will always be able to work together you know uh, you know apart from like being being great friends um you know I think uh it, let's say let's say something happens and our visions changes mm. uh, we might maybe not work together but we will stay brothers you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, and but the fact that we also connect so much I think benefits our working relationship also I remember I w- we, we I went to uh, we were in Lazark uh, I don't know if you know about the festival and um, um, you know i i got this question also from uh, this a producer and he said like um who you know who do you like to collaborate with and and i and i said like you know for me it's chingis and it feels like when when we are collaborating it doesn't really feel like we are collaborating it feels like we are having conversations and creating at the same time mm. and it feels like i'm i'm like i'm like creating with my you know like my 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 brother and we are just making stuff and and that stuff Happens to be, happens to touch people or something, and I remember the guy said like, when you said um, he's like a brother to me, I stopped listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he, and then he was like, and then he, he said something like, um, because you know, you know, brothers, you know, like they fight and then mm. and all things and and then what you know that doesn't make sh- that that scares me because I'm like, what if you guys start fighting, and then uh, the project doesn't go through. But I'm like, yeah. I mean, you could look at the Com brothers and and the whole, and others yeah. and 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 because like I think I think it is da- it is a dangerous thing, but I think that's what you need to be able to collaborate on this on on. I mean, when it comes to vision and 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 filmmaking, you know, because like you said, yeah, you know sometimes somebody might have another vision than the other but i think if you if you can see it too you know sometimes chingis will explain something to me and maybe and and even though it's it might not be the first thing in my head i'm able to see what he's trying to tell me you know mm-hmm. and and vice versa you know like uh chingis was not uh was not born in ghana but you know we this is the second time we've third time we've done a project in ghana right. and and you know like he it's it, it just feels like he sees it and he understands and he also tells me stories about kazakhstan and and ask my and we work on that and i think the reason that we we are able to do that till now is we ha- yeah, it's because we 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 see we we can see what the other is trying to say, and and even though it's not it wasn't your first idea or, or whatever, I think as long as we can always see what the other is trying to say, or um, yeah, that that we can all we can keep collaborating.
0: So just moving on from that, so what's the why story about, and why did you want to make this particular film?
1: All right, um, so actually, in um, wait, I think. Tw- 2014 2014 i think uh we we did a short film called kweku actually mm-hmm. uh and it was also based in ghana um, um and it was uh yeah it, it, it was part of like uh it was to honor my, my grandma who died who passed back then but actually kweku was also a bit part of uh, like a story that 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 became that year actually um so we had the idea about uh this kid that you know goes you know goes to play football misses the football uh goes to play football instead of um staying home to look after things mm. um and, and 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 gets into uh yeah and and and, and kind of like lo- loses time losing he loses the time and 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 goes back, and mom tries to beat him up, but he, he, uh, he dodges the slap, you know, and I don't know if you know about, uh, you know, like, in Ghana, you don't dodge a slap. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay.
1: <laughs> like, if you dodge a slap, you might well I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta run, you, you have to let your mom calm down for a little bit. And, uh, this, I mean, this happened to me, you know, and, um, uh, and then, and then another story was, like, me me as a kid and also Chingy is, like, as kids, you know, ha- hanging with, like, grown-ups, you know, sometimes, in, depending on neighborhoods that you live, you know, like, the there was a thin line between, like, kids and adults, you know, like, they mm. feel like we are all one and stuff, but actually there is a difference between an adult and a kid, and... Um, and yeah, and and that innocence of, of children could come into danger when 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 they when their path crosses with with the with the adult world, and so like these two um, events and ideas were like the the starting point of Daye, mm-hmm. and that was like two thousand and yeah fourteen, and um, we we wanted to do Daye actually before Boy, um, but. Yeah, it was a bit too ambitious, and we couldn't like find ways to get it produced. So um, we 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 kept talking about it, and we kept having conversations about it, and 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 then uh, yeah, uh, as of a point, we decided, you know what, we're just gonna try and produce it ourselves,
3: and, mm-hmm.
1: and you know, started delivering pizzas, doing all all kinds of stuff to gain enough money to to do it, and. And uh, yeah, we felt like okay, this is a story we really want to tell because uh, I remember as you know, as a kid being in these situations, I never I didn't see the, the danger because mm. you're naive. Yeah. And um and you're getting a lot of let's say love or a lot of like you know, like you're rapping with the with the older guys and they're like, you know, backing you and giving you ad lips and you you feel like you're part of everything, but actually you don't you don't understand the danger. And, uh, and so for us, the challenge was like, okay, let's make, can we make a film where we can show the tension or, or, or or let you feel the danger without ever showing any, I mean, like it's not a violent film, you know, um, but we, we hope that you feel scared or you feel like, Ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know where it's going to go because that feeling uh, I I didn't have as a kid, but later thinking about it, I had that feeling, and so we, uh, for us as filmmakers, um, that was the challenge. Like, okay, that was something that happened. That was the feeling then. Now I feel this way about it. How can we take that story and and yeah, and translate the feeling we feel about it now?
0: And that's what Daye that became. Um, Chingiz, is there anything you'd like to add to that as well?
2: No, you know what? I think it was all-encompassing. All I felt like um, I'll, maybe I'll add that, you know, in development of the project, you know, we kind of sensed that, um, you know, like, you know, we had this idea that, that the story was, like, about peer pressure as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was yep. about these kids, you know, a prince is being pressured into going to play football um, until to purchase him to go with the Boga. And similarly, you know, the Boga had, is, is, is pressured by his gang, you know, something that you find out later, uh, to find these kids, which is, you know, becomes the, the story in fact. Mm. But, um, at the end, he, he changes his mind and it's, it's kind of like the journey of the story that we wanted to tell about how, um, um, what kind of effect that, uh, peer pressure can have even to adults, you know? Mm. And, and, and that's, that's in a way how, you know, because it's, we handle the theme very, very, um, um, like it's, it's almost, it's a funny and childish in the beginning of the story. Uh, but at the end it becomes this, you know, tension filled, um, story but with the same theme you know that's why we think it's you feel like it's uniform it's because you still we're talking about the same thing the scene in the, in, the, in the beginning of the film is the same scene as in at the end you
0: know um so just sort of jumping into the writing process uh, do you sit down and write together obviously COVID allowing or do you write separately and swap the drafts back and forth
2: we combine um, but me and Anthony, we uh, live close together, uh, and um, and here in, in Belgium, you're allowed to have one contact that you see regularly, and, and for for me is Anthony, and for Anthony it's me. So Aww. we sometimes
1: come. Yeah, I think that's what that's what thinks, but you know, <laughs> you know, I have a few different folks come in and not know. No. <laughs> no
2: uh, but sometimes we we do Skype when necessary. Um, we we kind of do it. We we have different approaches depending on the schedule or the, um, I mean, just what what feels natural.
1: Yeah, but most of the time we are we are, you know. I remember in the beginnings we used to be on Skype a lot, like because. Like, sometimes, like, we'll, we'll call each other, like, in the night, you know, have an idea, like, oh, man, what you think? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Or, or, you know, like, Skype calls. I remember back in the days, then, like, we'll, we'll, you, and somebody would take somebody, like, at night, like, yo, let's, and then we'll, we'll hop on Skype, like, how sleeping, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So it kind of, like, it's just how, what, the idea or how we work on it is very... um you know, it's very like everything. Sometimes we are together. We could be mm. on the train. We, it could be wherever. But when we are writing, writing the script, most of the time we are in the same room. You know, right. uh, and and but like you know, there is this programs where you can write uh, together. You know, like I'm on my laptop, he's on his laptop, but we are writing the same on the same project. Mm. Uh, and but we, but we all, we are we, we start writing like at the complete end, actually. Um, in the sense of like, um, for, for us, everything has to make sense before we start writing it down Mm -hmm. in the, in the the script, uh, form. So, I mean, everybody works differently. Like we, we, we kind of like make a puzzle and the puzzling is something that we are, we, you know, we do, we do everywhere. Like sometimes we're on the train, we start puzzling. Sometimes we'll be, yeah. We'll, some I remember we'll be at parties and we'll, we are pu- puzzling. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like so it's it's like what kind of energy that we are we feel or whatever. Right. But then once the puzzle is done and we we know what we're gonna write, so it we, we sometimes we even split up. Like okay, uh, you start from. Bottom up, and I go bottom down, and then you yeah. you read through, you know. So it, yeah, so that's kind of like how we work, you know.
2: We write a scene, and Anthony rewrites my scene, and he writes a scene, and I rewrite his scene, and then we just go back and forth, and then come to like, oh no, no, and then we'll we'll discuss it, and we'll say, oh no, maybe it's better if, and then it just,
1: mm. yeah. Oh, you know, we sometimes it, we even lift lift stuff out. Like I'm like, okay. Uh, I could be like I, I don't I can't come up with a dialogue or something but it should feel like this and while you know and then then can come over and he maybe he has the you know so it's it's very organic how we right. yeah yeah so yeah I mean I'm I'm very uh I'm very happy I'm not lie <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> this this industry you know it takes a long time and and you know yeah being with two to, I mean, to 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 being able to write with two, I think it's a
0: pleasure. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um,
0: so, who was the first person to read the finished draft of the script, and did they give you notes and feedback on the story and, and characters?
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: good question. Uh, that was, that didn't exist. We didn't do that.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, our own selves, I guess. Uh, right. You no, know, the the thing is, like, like you know, like we were saying, like in the beginning, there were um the the people were like interested but then also not completely mm. and and we um we didn't feel let's say connected to like somebody to to produce it or or to to join the the adventure with us you mm. know at, at, at the end uh there was a production company who whom we work with we're gonna do a feature with caviar who chipped in a bit at the end. Right, um, but but it was just so, yeah. Like some production companies said yes, and then last minute they backed out. So we were, because of those reasons and, and also like bad experiences we've had in the past, we mm. are very, a bit paranoia to to already start giving out script if we are not sure you're gonna be a part of the project, and 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 so at the end it, it was just like me, is my dad. <laughs> And the cameraman, you know. So. Oh wow. And so, and 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 actually, we finished the complete script in Ghana itself. Like literally, uh, one, uh, w- what was it, Chinx? Was it one week before the shoot, or, or okay, two, like a week and a half, something like that? or the shoot, um, that we completely wrote it down because. Uh, but we'll get, we'll, I, I think we'll get that. We'll get to that later because mm. during the casting process, um. Because Originally, the, the it was written, it was based on story about two, two boys, you know. Actually, you know, um, and and yeah, t- with the casting, uh, a girl came in and she was amazing, she fitted all the characteristics. So, we had to last minute kind of like change a few stuff, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so like once the draft was done, to be honest, we we. Yeah, it's just like uh, PJ, you know, the cameraman. So people who were just there, uh, the crew people read it, and then, and then we we just shot it, you know. Um, but there was nobody from outside, like a, yeah, I don't know, like an extra producer or was like somebody from outside of the crew who read it. No, right. no. Um, but my in my school they had an idea of <laughs> of what the film was gonna be about, so they knew. What they were gonna see but um i mean a lot of people hadn't read had, hadn't read the script
2: no actually oh, wow. no, yeah. no. Yeah, but the thing is we when we before we went to ghana we had this feeling like yeah you know going there we actually didn't know how much we would be able, like we felt that we could do everything but we didn't know yeah so going there if it was like figure out oh can we can we do this scene you know mm. and then then we'd. We just like we'd write and come up with different scenes, and it was really during that month of shooting uh, of pre uh, yeah three weeks of pre production that we figured out okay this is all that we can do and and then we yeah we we wrote it as fast as possible we hadn't we never had any feedback on the screenplay though
1: <laughs> uh, yeah you know that yeah that's <laughs> that was that and also like for instance like. I mean, I think uh, I always feel like, as a director uh, and and is, um you know, writing it and I like we feel like if we know exactly um, what we want to tell him because this story ha- has been with us for a long time and the reason why we want to tell it mm-hmm. and it's very it was so clear that. If you trust us, like that's also what we said to everybody that joined the the project, you know. Um, and also, we were we were a bit lucky that we worked with people that we've worked with before. So remember, like, uh, I mean, we we actually already start buying we started buying plane tickets before we even had the actual money. Uh, so we will call up. The cameraman, like, and we told him, like, look, uh, we, you know, how how hard we are trying to get this made, but we want to go in October. What are you doing in October? And mm. he's a very rock and roll guy, so he was like, all right, let's go. Uh, but, but can I read the script? And he's worked with us a, a few times, and he knows like our process, and that the script can always comes late, but we know what we want to do. Mm. Uh, so he already said yes, you know, and because he knows it will come, and but but the this was the first time I worked with a professional actor uh, who plays the boga,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I, uh, I know him for for a bit, so I've been watching him, and and I felt like he he will be great for the for the role, but like for instance, uh, he really wanted to get the script, you know. Uh and he, he wanted an to read, you know, the actor and he wanted to read and wanted to and I remember I told him like, look, um if we get to Ghana, that will also be the first time the kids, uh, so your co-actors will hear about the story also, you know? Uh and, and will know what to do. And 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 so I mean, if they they can also do it, you can also do it and, and I <laughs> <laughs> and uh I know like it was <laughs> he was not happy at all. I can
3: imagine, yeah.
1: But uh but I, yeah, I'm like, you know, it's just it's just you know, and then at the end, you know, we had a great conversation and he was like, Yeah, man, it was a very interesting way of working, but I I you know, after the I, I trust I you know, I just let I trusted in you guys or what whatever you guys wanted to tell. And yeah, I mean that was, that was nice for us. But like, let's say, you know, with the, let's say with the TV show, it didn't work like that, you know, because you work, you are working for production companies. So yeah, you know, you, you get your script ready. Everybody reads it, feedbacks, goes back and forth. But because this was like our own uh, little thing, we didn't have the only people we were responsible for were, were you know, was just us, you know? Mm. Uh, um, so uh, if we were happy, we could go and, and, that's a, a that's a, a creative freedom but that that could also play in your disadvantage that maybe you you don't see uh, anything um, yeah that maybe you you, you you don't have enough feedback so you are like maybe stuck but we just felt like we've been we've been wanting to do this for so long this is a story that has been with us for so long uh, that we just had to let it out and 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 Whoever was gonna come with us, uh, we were gonna do this as a team together, and, and uh, voila. That's what and that's what became that.
0: So you're you're based in Europe. You're based in Brussels, and you want to make a film in Ghana. Um, and I understand from pre-production, it's very sort of involved in terms of sort of casting, uh, location, and crew. Even on a, even a short film, it's a very involved. Uh, Process. So how does one, if you could talk me through a little bit of the process of how does one go from being a European production to going to Ghana and having access to, as you say, like local actors, locations, um, and also just buying goods and services over there. Because something that occurs to me, if you're raising funds in euros, um, oh, I wrote it down, like obviously there's like the Ghanaian, oh, what's the name of the currency, I've forgotten it. Anyway, like, yeah. Uh, even just the fact of moving from euros to that particular currency, and and actually just being able to spend money and buy things over there, um, was that a particular like issue for you? Uh, um, I mean,
1: so the thing is, like, to be honest, I'm be. I would have never said I'm going to Medina to shoot a short film uh, and have my script ready one week before, <laughs> if if I, if I had nothing to do with Ghana, actually. Because mm. that would that would have been impossible, impossible actually. Um, so for me, what gave me confidence is the fact that I, you know I lived in Medina and I have a lot of actually like Medina is like a big portion of my family members uh, are from Medina. So right. Uh, so like I could. You know, even though it's, it, you know, a lot of people even remembered me as a kid. You know, so like, played and the, and the locations I had in my head from back in it. You know, from you know being there also, and I've been to Ghana a few times after also, and and uh, yeah. So my auntie lives. I mean, the places where we shot are pretty close. It's just, is we were we were home. You know right uh, we were kind of like shooting in our backyard or something uh even though it wasn't always easy it, it was just my family for me you know my fa- you know if you look at the the, the film and for me the, that's my the greatest achievement at the end the credits I, I i it's it I always get emotional when I uh when I <laughs> I'm reading the credits because these are like aunties and nephews and uncles right uh, and and there are they were the production crew. They were the crew and the team and the and they created, yeah, they they they, they created a film, you know, they produced a film. And um, so yeah, that was that like my dad, uh who lives here also, you know, but he's he's actually the most he, he talks to God people, he talks to family members every day, you know. Um, you know, um so once i told him about like okay this is what we're gonna do he already started um and you know i will call up my my, my nephew and 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 so like the we were already kind of like sorting stuff out um while we were here but it's easy you know th- thanks to uh of course uh the phone and and what's up and you know mm-hmm. like stuff makes it makes it very easy to communicate back home um and so it was like, uh, we already, the, the things that I had in my head that I kind of like knew vividly were there, um, I would already, we would already let them check check it out. Um, and then stuff that we weren't sure about, like where we would shoot, like for instance, the sea and stuff, because originally, uh, you know, the first time I, I, I went to the beach in Ghana, uh, as a kid, it, it was Labadi Beach. I don't know if you know about Labadi Beach, but it's like more, I mean, a bit more famous beach, but it's a—it's ve- very busy. Um, so like the scenes like the, like at the beaches and stuff, those are stuff that you, in order to be able to shoot or to know, okay, can I shoot here? Uh, and also that's something that is outside of uh, uh, um my, my, my backyard. Mm. Uh, it's it those were like more logistically difficult places you know like places like um yeah like the sea and and you know the, the cafes where the football matches going like like public places you know um and but then everything that had to do with like you know where the kid lives or like the interior or like running with the chicken to the, the those were places that are that that were Family. I mean, my fam. There were places where family members knew people, or it was from family members itself, mm. and so that made it like that made it very smooth to produce. Actually, actually, production went very smooth. Here and there, we had a few uh, issues, but my dad took care of that. Um, but yeah, so and and the fa- family. The actually, yeah, the the family. My family members, my aunties, my uncle, my nephews, uh, they were they were actually doing all, all those pre productions and, and 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 once we and once we got there, uh we continued with them. And obviously the currency, um you know, with with a hundred Euros you can do more there than here, obviously. Mm. Uh, but on the other hand, uh we didn't even have a lot of you <laughs> So so it was like, okay, I mean, this is all we have. And, and you know, of course, for food and um, like accommodation, we stayed at, at my family members. And so, you know, it, it. my family really, really, really took a lot on them. Mm. And that helped with the, you know, uh, with to, to get the help with the cost uh, a lot. And the uh, materials, um, we kind of like brought a camera and, uh, and the sound equipment from here, from, uh, from Belgium. Yeah. And, and then we, uh, in, in, in Ghana, there is this rental place. Uh, and there was a, a lady that I, I, I we spoke with before we got there. Uh, and, and she had like some lights and some, you know, like uh, small, small stuff that we could use uh and so it was a very small it was very you know it, it was a very very small team you know we used three lights and and uh a camera and sound and that was it actually and mm-hmm. all the rest we trying to be as creative as possible and make it make it feel like it looked make it feel a million bucks but
0: all I was going to sort of say, which was interesting to me, is there's a great level of, like, just intrinsic production value about shooting in those locations that you shot in, especially yeah. the cafe scenes, um, and yeah. with the amount of people you're able to get there, um, which I was just thinking, like, if you were to make... If you were to basically transplant this sort of story and tell a similar one in Europe, it would be, like, vastly more expensive, um, I'm assuming. Be, I mean, to be honest
1: with you, uh, I mean, us... We, you know, we, we we make films here also. I mean, we do stuff mm. here, also, and it's also with a very limited budget. Um, even though we've we've proven <laughs> that we are able to do stuff, it's always difficult to get to get budget to do stuff. So we we uh, I think what 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 worked on Day is the fact that we worked with a team we've been working with for a long time. So we, we, and, and we've been doing productions with very little, uh, Mm. here also, like we never got big, big budgets to do stuff, even though we wanted to, like our, our boy and all those films are, yeah, like stuff that we just had to do it for nothing. Um, and, and so I, To be honest with you we wanted like we came to almost to a point where we were gonna shoot it here okay Uh, because because nobody was wanted to give a little bit of money and we felt like okay maybe if we don't get money it will even actually be easier to shoot here because uh i mean i don't have to pay tickets flight tickets uh you know the locations i can i mean basically like you know, Ghana being my second home helped. And here being my first home helps me to get stuff done, mm-hmm. uh, even though we don't get a lot of... Unfortunately, we don't get a lot of uh, money to do here. But, you know, to answer your question, I think if we would have produced it here, it would have cost us. It would have been che- easier, actually. Oh, really? I would, oh, okay. I would, I would have gotten even more people to come and work on it. And and, and they would have done it for out of passion, out of love, mm-hmm. and I guess... Uh, I hope. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Definitely... I'm, t- I'm saying yeah, I would have gotten cruise, and then probably <laughs> no, that's, nobody.
2: That's the thing it. is, in Ghana we had to, we still had to hustle. It's mm. not, it wasn't that easy. Here in Belgium we have, we just have, like an even, even bigger, bigger network. I mean, not huge of course, but you know, we we could still get get things done.
1: Yeah, like it it, it would have been less. Let's say, I think we would have even. Um, Made it quicker. We, we, we it would have been a, easier to make here faster mm-hmm. than, than the decision that we took to keep it original. I mean, to yeah, to not make any compromises because there were there were people that suggested like, why don't you guys just do it here? Like, it would be, it would be faster. It would be you know. But uh, we didn't want to compromise. You know, um, yeah. So it, it is it is funny, right? That 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 you know, it's. But I think mostly because, yeah, because having family and really knowing the place and that really that that helped a lot. That helped a lot. And and, and yeah, of course, like the currency helps also, you know. Um, but, you know, for instance, like to rent uh, lights or to rent like small, 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 small stuff that we rented uh in Ghana, I had to go rent those stuff. While in Belgium, I probably could have gotten it for free, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because I had to make it, I would then collaborate with people or, or and uh, um, and 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 so with with the technical things, um, um, you know, we rented out and 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 you know, it it was less cheap. Uh, it was less expensive. Um, but but mostly it was just like logistics, you know, and and yeah. and and logistics were taken care of, you know, by by the whole team and the whole family, and so um, you know we could we could we could get it done, uh, thank God, uh, wow. But it wasn't it wasn't cheap for sure. Uh, but I yeah, to be honest, it would we would have probably done it for less, or or just because of the network we have. A little bit of network uh, we have with people we've collaborated with before Um, here than in Ghana.
0: So I just want to jump a little bit into the casting process, because you have the three lead actors, which is Prince, Matilda, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Gua, I believe. Gua. 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 Okay. Um, So... I mean, you sort of spoke about it as well. Like, it can be tough. It can be tough uh, directing children, but they tend to give a more honest uh, performance. So, what was it like? I mean, had you worked with uh, children before, and were you used to direct them? And how do you go about casting them?
1: Uh, I mean, we've we've uh, we've worked with a lot of um, kids. Uh, also, we in Belgium, like we we did. Uh, uh, you know, like kids, you know, so we work with this, um, how do I, how do you say it? Chains, help me. Um, LGU, how would you say Call LG?
2: Yeah, It's like, um, I guess it's like a, a community center dance academy. They also give, teach kids how to act or to... Um...
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like this, yeah, community service kind of stuff. Like, you know, uh, it started off with, Dance, and you could just come there and dance instead of just like being in the street. Uh, and then it, it it became more and more, and and we we taught acting classes there, um, and it was with kids actually, right. and uh, and so yeah, I mean like working with with kids, it naturally, I don't know, it naturally uh, became a thing, I guess. I don't know because in like our first. A uh, film, uh I mean Queku was with, with, with a kid and then Boy where was, was is also with children and that is, is is uh, yeah children and a grown up. Um uh, and then we've done we've done some video clips with like uh, the kids that we taught in the workshop. So what we what we, we would what we would do sometimes is like at the end of the of the of the workshop uh, we did like a short film, or we had to. We did a visual, uh, ad, an audio visual piece. Mm-hmm. And because uh, me and Chingy sometimes we 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 get like pitches to direct video clips, we kind of like pitched the kids into a video clip, into two video clips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so we started like, so we created uh, like a short film into a music video and then we started working with these kids and that was that was before we were going to shoot um that year so it was like a Mm. good uh preparation or let's let's say um
2: and and the music video by the way it it went viral when we were in Ghana.
1: it went viral it was crazy and Um, then and we weren't there for it and and (laughs) but yeah so it was like a good I mean, I don't know, it's just like I, I feel I feel like kids are I lear- I also learn a lot from them, you know, directing wise because because of you have to communicate uh, basically. I mean, you know, like if a kid doesn't understand you, he doesn't understand you. Yeah. And 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 so it's it's always trying to find a way for them to get to understand you. And um yeah, and I feel like I you know the more I've done it, the more I I've found a a language, um, and I can yeah I mean so now I've everything that ha- needed to be to be done is it, it has worked out, but it's also because like these kids are super intelligent also you know, mm. uh, and 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 I you know kids are you know if if a kid understands what's going on, wow like it, it will give you the the most beautiful purest uh performances because it's just real you know um and and yeah obviously like like acting you don't act you know you be and and that's what kids do they be and 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 if you can communicate to get them to a point where they can just be um then then i think yeah it, it will be it will be powerful and that's what we got like these uh when we cast kids also you know we just you know we let them be and 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 we have we just talk to them and have conversations with them and and for 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 for, for some kids they just understand it they they get it they they get the story they understand it. it's 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 some i mean we're going to okay we're going to make a film but you know that they're you have kids that are very, you know, shy or, or, or they, they look into the camera. That's, you know, that's mostly because I think you haven't communicated right with them, you know, because I believe everybody can actually act. Um, and, um, yeah, just like with the kids, it's just like a way, it's a different way of communicating. And the more you do it, the more you try, you, you, you find tricks, I guess, um, to get to them. Quicker to to make to, to to make them understand you a bit quicker. While with with, with professional actors or grown ups, they have tricks, you know. Mm. Uh, um, and, and kids don't have tricks, so you you have to give them everything. And and while you know sometimes, but that's also a bit for me. Like that could also be the uh, it could be an advantage, but also a disadvantage because like. A professional actor can give you. I mean, if you tell them, I don't. I mean, you want that's bad direction, but I'm just gonna give give a bad direction like, I don't know, like, uh, you are sad, you know. Never say that, never give that as a direction. But you know, if if that person, if that character is sad, a professional actor can find tools to get to that sadness quicker. You know, mm. uh, but that doesn't mean it's always. Organic, you know, Um, and and so that was the balance. Like for me with the kids, it was just getting, just trying to get them to understand to be, and with the professional actor, it was more like trying to uh, dis like destruct the the school acting thing or whatever Mm. tricks that he may have to get him as pure as the kid, as a kid, you know, so that that person can be so that. That's why I, I loved uh, to combine these two, because for me as a director, it was a it was a good challenge or something to learn. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but that was that.
0: Yeah, it, it does. I just wondered: did you use a local um, casting director or agency to cast the kids, or is that because I've heard stories of people that have been they've actually just approached people on the street and said, "Hey, I'm a filmmaker. Here's my card. Do you want to be in my movie?" Which can go one yeah. of two ways. Yeah, actually, that's what we do. We we do street cast. We I mean, here in Belgium, um,
1: that's what we do. We do street casting. Like boy, there were just like kids from the neighborhood that we you know we went to play football with them, and then we we're like, "Oh, let's let's make a film." Um, with, uh, with Ghana, we, we, we went to a primary school, um, and, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, in the primary school, we just, we just had an open call, an open audition. Like everybody could come audition. And, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like an acting school. It was just a regular school. And, and, and my nephew knew the head, uh, the headmaster of that school, so, she really organized, like you know, like she really went to the classes and you know, told them about a film that's going to be made and who wants to play. So, everybody that came to the audition, um, they were there because I I, I guess they they wanted to be in a film, you know, right? Uh, uh, but you know, not not everybody, uh, <laughs> um. You know, and actually all those kids that came to audition are all in the movie, actually, you know? Mm. Uh, you know, like, they're all playing, they're all in the football scene and everything. And and, uh, and so, yeah, everybody just came. And I remember this uh, teacher telling that he asked us, like, uh, is it okay if a girl also comes? And we were like, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course. Like, because when, when me and Ching is right, um... You know, we write down characteristics, but it was also really cool for us to to, to see that uh, all those characteristics had nothing to do with gender. Mm. And so, so that's why she could. I mean, it, it didn't matter if it it was a Matilda or, or 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 Kofi playing that that role. You know. Um, and so we were like, yeah. I mean, we are open. For, we are open, open for everything. Like, uh, as you know, it's it, it's about the characteristics. And um, and I don't know. Change did Matilda came in first or was Prince first? I always switch it up.
2: No, it was it was Matilda. Matilda was the first one to come in. Yeah. And I mean, she, she immediately she immediately convinced us. <laughs> we were just wondering which role should she play.
0: Yeah. And she's very um, photogenic. I mean, they're both are they're both very sort of expressive, and even just them. I guess like not quite quite acting, just like the camera really like loves them, um, yeah. especially. And I'd say for me in their particular performances, that they're very nuanced and intimate performances. It's not over exaggerated. You can just let yeah. the camera just sort of sit on them and then just express enough. Their face conveys the emotion of the scene, which was really uh, beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like she came, they came in and. It was it was magical. Like it was, you know. Like to be honest, till till, till now, we've always um, till now we've always had the luck that we always found our um, our characters like very quick. Actually, like um, the the first day of the casting, we knew okay, these two. They work for us. They they and, and we just we always go on our intuition actually. And uh, and, and yeah, our intuition was to go for for for, for Matilda and Prince and then mm-hmm. it became Matilda and Prince. And um and and we we, we we talked a few times. We just hanged out, we went to the market to get the you know, to get the clothes, like what they wanted to wear, like Matilda picked out like and like, so we it, we were like a family, you know. And I think all those things helps uh, before you start shooting because once once you say action, it's it's um, yeah, they, they are in it, you know, because they've mm. been with us. they had been with us before we we started shooting, you know. Like the, for us, it was very important the casting. So when we came there in Ghana, that was like one of the first things that we did, and and we got them really quick. So. While we were doing the location hunting, I mean, or or getting all the locations set, uh, you know, we were also with the kids, you know, Um, and so I think that's where that's why um, it's organic because it doesn't feel like they're acting, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it it was basically we've been we've been here the whole time, and now the camera is here, and and uh, but while we were like. You know, going to the the market to get the clothes and stuff. That's when that was when we were explaining what the story was about because they never touched the script. They never saw a script. You know, mm. uh, um, you know, I, I we we never give kids scripts actually. You know, uh, I think it's very um, yeah. I, I just don't like that or something. Um, so, you know, we were talking with them and 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 and. and while talking with them, you just saw that they understood what, what we what we were saying and then and so for them they could be and and everything went very, very natural, you know. Matilda became a diva as of, <laughs> as <of>, a <laughs> parent. Because she realized, you know, I think once you know once kids realize, you know, uh the power that they have, um mm. uh, you know, or, you know, then, then, then it's, uh, then it could be, it can, it can, can, then they can use it against you, you know, uh, like she'll be like, yeah, yeah, I want a pizza before the next scene. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) You know, like she, she was enjoying this, this, the superstar lifestyle, you know, because she got a lot, you know, everybody was giving the actors a lot of attention and, uh, but it was really nice, and 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 leaving. I remember the last day when we had to go. It was really emotional, right, Jinx? Like at the school, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was difficult saying goodbye because, like, we, we we didn't just go to do the film and leave. Like we they, you know, we were together the whole time. Like we lived together. We we we. Um, yeah, and, and 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 the kids were. Like they would give suggestions, also, you know. That's how that's how uh, well they understood the, the 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 story, you know. And and I remember, like in the beginning, you know, the crew is very small, so we don't have like a script, so we have to we have to, I mean, pay attention, everything, you know. And 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 so, you know, sometimes we'll tell Prince like, oh no, no, the camera was on your other shoulder, you know. But when you tell a kid like, "I right, put it, just put it on," which shoulder was it? Put it there. Like he, he, he didn't understand. He understood pretty quick that it was for the continuation. You know. Mm. So sometimes we'll be, we'll be. <laughs> I remember this scene. We were, we were about to start shooting, and, and, and he will. He just cut himself. He's like, "No, no, no, cut! It, it's not on the right shoulder." <laughs> you know. So. Even the actors became became crews also, um, so yeah, that's how that's how organic everything fl- went. So I, I'm 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 happy that you that you that you uh, that you said that you're saying like the, the the their acting was very natural and it didn't feel like they had to like play, you know. Um, and and that's also the reason why 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 we chose them. Um, yeah because
0: they could just be so uh, Ching is, I just want to bring you in in here for a, for a moment and uh, sure. ask you, what was your easiest and hardest day on set, and how did those pivotal days affect the rest of the shoot for you?
2: I think almost every day was a difficult day. I think the first day was the hardest uh because you know we quickly realized you know, oh man. So you know the the heat was overwhelming, you know. <laughs> uh, and we di- we started off doing what felt like were easy scenes, but were actually um, quite difficult. Um, because we we thought, okay, you know what? Because we you know we don't want to have like really heavy acting scenes. Um, we just let we will let. The actors you know the kids do these simple things like we had like this running shot of of um, um, Prince when he runs back home, and that meant that you know because we didn't have like a SETI cam, we had the camera guy run besides the kid and he fell like he fell a million times, and we were like, oh man. Maybe this wasn't a good choice <laughs> to to do this right now, and um, and you know like I think it it kind of almost became easier as time went on because we kind of like we adjusted to the to you know working in this way, um, but you know in all honesty, the entire shoot was very exhausting. It was exhausting for us, me, mainly me and Anthony, because, um, you know, we were the ones responsible for the production. So we always we were the ones who woke up the earliest and we went to bed, you know, to late. Like we ha- had like um, scenes because half of the film takes place at night. Uh, that meant we, you know, we had to shoot during the night and then the next day we'd, We'd wake up. We we had like two hours, three hours of sleep every night. We'd wake up and we'd make breakfast for the crew, and because we were all living in one house, and Anthony was sleeping on the sofa during the shoot. Um, you know, it it was it was very exha It was very exhausting, I have to say. So I don't know if if this was the answer you were <laughs> hoping for, but it was. It was like, if you can imagine, like little to no sleep, Mm. um, long hours, uh, having to think and take care of everybody during, during the production, because we, me and Anthony, we were not only were we responsible for the film, we were responsible for the crew that we brought into, for them also a foreign country. Mm. Um, We had this camera that was like a hundred thousand, you know. Uh, I would say, like, pounds, but euros as well. And we needed to make sure that, you know, nothing, we wouldn't lose anything, nothing breaks. If the camera broke halfway through, there would be no movie, you know? Mm, yeah. And and then when there were the kids, you know, we wanted the kids to have fun. You know, we didn't want them to um, you know, be hungry at any point. You know, we wanted them to... At the end of the day, at the end of the shoot, as Anthony said, they they actually, the kids were crying because we had to go. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, a yeah, it, it was it was very much going to Ghana was very much a trial by fire, you know.
0: When you were filming, did you get an opportunity to look at the dailies yourself and maybe give Anthony, I guess, like feedback and notes on what he'd potentially sort of shot as a second pair of eyes?
2: Well, I was actually the the assistant director. Right, okay. So I was always there during the shoot and working with him and discussing the scenes um, and we we'd had just the monitor so we can always look, oh yeah, this. But in all honesty, um, we've done a lot of preparation and the kids always surprised us every time. As Anthony was saying, they were so good that they were good in every... Take it was they gave themselves like they gave it all every single take, which is incredible. Like, we had we were rarely, we rarely had these moments when we had to in the editing in the editing phase mm-hmm. where we said, Oh no, we can't use this take because Matilda wasn't good. They were every take they were good, and it was just, I mean, we, I guess, we were lucky, but um. And I'm not, but like lucky Anthony is an amazing director. So, (laughs) I mean, obviously he got out of them exactly what the, the, the the scene needed and, Mm. and the, the staging, because that's, you know, you have so much freedom, but at the same time, um, yeah, kind of have to limit yourself. Um, if there was like, you know, what we had with camera and, you know, feels like I and mean, Anthony found like the right balance of like making it look great without you realizing how cheaply it was made you know like there was like no money and I feel like it doesn't look like it, it's made with like like you know what uh, at some point it's something that you won't see but we lost the football the soccer ball the football <laughs> no, you guys say football uh, in the in the movie, right? Because they have like, this black football. Yeah, yeah. And we we lost it. So what we did was we took another ball and we wrapped it in, like, black... <laughs> a black garbage bag. And you have no idea watching the movie, but, um... Like, there's stuff like these, you know, like... We it, it really had to, like, come up with, like, solutions at the last moment, but... Right. It's, it's like, honestly, it's like an incredibly cheaply made film, but, um, yeah, it's the power of cinema, you know, you you don't really see it, hopefully. And it's, it's a lot, you know, Anthony's way of working with the kids and the way the camera is and a PJ who did the camera. He did an amazing job. He was also, uh, did the art direction with us and, and the styling and, and, and everything. So, yeah, I didn't answer the question about the reels, but... Um,
0: no, that's, I, that's fine. I didn't realize. I didn't... You're not... Um, you just... I think you list... Well, I was confused because you're listed as a co-writer in some things and a producer in another, and I thought, well, you're a co-writer and the producer, and I assume being a small crew, that you would have filled in, in multiple roles as well, so that more than answered my question.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everybody was doing... Like, Anthony at some point was... Um, I mean, we, we, we did catering, like we did... Like, Anthony's family helped out, like they did a lot of logistics, but then we had to do it ourselves as well. We did the lighting, we, um, we helped out. Otherwise, there was, you know, we were just too little of us to, to um, the crew was too small to kind of delegate.
0: Mm.
2: We had to do it ourselves.
0: Um, so I just want to throw out a sort of broader question, which kind of interests me, because I've interviewed filmmakers before that have moved from their home country to another one, and they've gone back and made another movie and they've been able to reassess their relationship with their home uh, country obviously for Anthony um this would be kind of a siding of more you because you're from a Ghana and you have a lot of family obviously Chinges you're not from from Ghana but in terms of your um in terms of your relationship with with Ghana Anthony did you get a chance to sort of reassess it and explore it in a different way and for Chinges for you did you get a chance to I guess like form a different relationship with that country perhaps you weren't so familiar with
2: you know what let's let's do an exercise i answer anthony's question and he answers mine let's do it let's do this anthony you ready
0: okay wait so uh give me chingy's question again okay so for chingy because he's not so familiar uh with ghana uh-huh. He, he had to form a new relationship with that particular place because I'm assuming he may have had some preconceived ideas or notions from just maybe what he'd read and sort of seen of the place. That mm. actually being then filmed there, it informed his, his his perspective and opinion changed the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, <laughs> thing is, you know what I'm saying? It was. No, no, is, go ahead, don't answer,
2: answer your own question.
1: Genius <laughs> was very loved in Ghana, you know? Like, uh, everything that he, you know, people, everybody loved Chingis in Ghana, you know, you know, um, and and I think growing up uh, in in Kazakhstan, you know, um, and coming to Ching and coming to Ghana, in the sense of like Ghana is a collective, it, I mean, collectivism is very big in Ghana, mm. you know, uh, and and that's also something that, um, uh you know Chingis knows about you know uh, former Soviet Union uh, so it's very like fa- family is very important you know so um, I remember coming to Ghana as Chingis uh, <laughs> we, <had to, laughs> we had to you know we had to go from family Anthony's family members to family members to family members to family members because when you you know something that me as chingish i realized that uh, <laughs> uh, in the in the Ghanaian culture when you come back you know so when you've been in in europe or you've been outside you you have you get the name boga you know that's also in the movie actually yeah and it means foreigner even though you are Ghanaian or whatever that's your name boga once you've left and you've come back boga is it, it is so me as chingish i was also boga and and uh, But if you are from Ghana and you come back, you are obliged to go to, uh, I mean, the family members and to announce that you are here, and then you have to tell them the reason why you are here and so forth and so forth. But actually, it's just, it's just a way, it's actually an excuse to just see each other and, ha- and drink and eat, that's it. Right.
3: And,
1: um, and so what you do is, you know, either you can spread it out uh, and you do like a week I go there, the next week. But because we were there one month and actually we were there for the film, um, I couldn't go to like outside of Accra to meet other family members. So we had to do it all in Accra. And we <laughs> we put everything, uh, you know, so that, you know, they put everything in one a uh, two days, actually, that we met everybody and, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, as Ching is, it was probably a bit exhausting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> always having to say no to food, but then you can't say no because you have to eat, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and, uh, so and 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 ended up eating like crazy and and all these spices and going back home to to have uh yeah, to have to uh. <laughs> to uh, discover to to discover yourself on the toilet <laughs> uh, um, it's uh, <laughs> was something that but also uh you know Ghana is a very i mean let's let me say like anthony's family they were very uh chill you know they were very welcoming and uh but family is very very important and something that's something i i saw like um you know a, everything was was family family related you know if it if it works for the family it will be fine if it doesn't work for the family we we will not do that you know mm-hmm. and um so that that was i think what i kind of like felt um, you know the collectivism and 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 yeah everybody being one and always wanting to help out uh, and uh, uh i never felt left out i never felt left out uh <laughs> Nice <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So I'll answer as Anthony. Being okay. Anthony, um, a lot of the film, you know, was about um, you know memory and and childhood memories. So going back was in a way, as you said, like revisiting that. Me being Anthony, I um, I I went back and I visited the the, the places that um, that were linked to these memories. Like for instance. Um, you know, this, the, the sea scene as, you know, me being Anthony, I said before, uh, we wanted to film at Labadi beach before, because that's actually the first beach that I visited when I was a kid. Um, of course we weren't able to do that. We had to, we had to shoot it at a different beach, but still we did go to that beach and it, it was still like revisiting, um, the past, um, and and that's where you kind of realize oh yeah this is this is really what you know visually what the story is this is the reason why we're here you know uh me being anthony that's what i was thinking at that time and um and uh yeah, i know what Chinggis was saying like i don't know like he says a lot of stuff but um he was saying about how um Familiar, it felt, being in, in Ghana, even though, you know, I, he was never there before. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the film the film really brought the, the crew that we had with us. They were, all of them were uh, from Belgium, you know? Right. Um, into Ghana.
1: You know, Gwai is from Guinea.
2: Yeah, okay. But I was talking about the crew, though. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, of course.
2: Okay, uh, it's, it's all good.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know I count I count him as part of the crew.
2: No, he it's true, it's been, true. He's, he's, he's part of the crew. He's part of the crew. And also your father actually. so yeah.
1: my dad yeah
2: but like most of the crew, there were Belgians. so um, for them, it was like, you know, you know we we had like this small family almost of our our crew, but also um Anthony's family. Um, and it kind of, during the process of making the film, we kind of, you know, got to know each other and, 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 and grow together. Um, and it felt like, whoa is somebody laughing at me?
1: No, nobody's laughing.
0: What was that? No, what no. was that noise? Nobody's laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> it was my cat.
2: Oh, it was your cat. Man, your cat always laughs at me, man. She's laughing. Yeah, she's laughing. No, but um, uh, you know that's really how it felt. Like it's it's very much about revisiting the past and and getting this this crew into Belgium and getting to know also Ghana, Accra. I mean, not Ghana, but Medina and Accra mostly because the film is kind of like a road trip. Yeah. So we actually visited all these places and we got to see all these. Um, yeah. All these um, things. It was, a, it was a very interesting experience. Um, but it's something that I, as Anthony, had to almost relive mm. and 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 make the audience also live in the in the film.
0: Um, So just moving on from that, once the film was completed, did you have a film festival strategy in mind and an aim to get uh, Daya qualified for the Oscar short film category? Or was that kind of a happy sort of accident in a way? And also, how's the pandemic kind of affected your festival run at the moment?
1: It's, uh, I mean, like making the film, we never, we weren't doing it uh, thinking of... uh, um, like going to Cannes or all those those stuff it wasn't really uh um, it wasn't in our minds actually we just wanted to make the film first and then once the film was done we just uh yeah then we of, of course you you hope for the big ones but then uh you can't you can't send it to all the festivals you know because the film was already like what i think it was the first uh, now it's like 20 minutes but mm. when we when we were finished the first cut was i think 23 minutes uh um, was 39 no that's not it bro that's not the first cut like what are you talking about it was a rough cut yeah like what we graduated with was like 23 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah no that was was that was that 23 yeah 23 not oh, 23 something. okay yeah and um and so it was like okay so but, but that wasn't actually completely finished, and then um it became twenty minutes. So there were already festivals that that uh, you couldn't go to, you know mm-hmm. um, so for uh, you know it wasn't like we we tried to make it fifteen minutes to try can. It was just like, okay, this is the film we like. And so now, as of now, let's see what it does. so we 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 start we we started with um uh, we started with uh you know the 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 the, the usual suspects uh, uh like berlin and and uh, and then clermont ferrand uh, but you know and um six years ago our first film quick was at clermont ferrand and it was in a it was outside of competition um, and so um, for us, that would be great to go back to Clermont, but we, we had no idea. So it started in Belgium, actually. We got selected here, the right. two main festivals here. And then it was Clermont, and that that was it, actually. We hadn't even sent it to a lot of festivals yet. Um, and so once we got, you know, in, and in Belgium, it started in Belgium, and then we won, we won prizes. So... Uh, and then so and then the first three festivals, so it was Leuven, Ghent, and then Clermont. we had like three on th- three um, you know, three festivals and then three wins and then mm. it, yeah, and then it kind of like then it started then it's then it, it's a, the, the film took its its own route. Um, but I feel like for, for me, um once it was in the theaters and um we just saw the reaction of the people uh then we felt like okay, the film might have a, might might have a life you know mm-hmm. but we didn't expect to to for it to go so far and, and all the bathtubs and all those things that that was never that was not even a dream you know uh we just wanted the film to travel and and see the world and people so that people can see it uh but what is doing um something that uh that came much later i think after clermont after winning the compree mm. everything started you know like all the other festivals came then we then you know distributors were interested and then and then yeah then your, your film starts having a life you know um yeah but it started in Belgium with the two wins uh for us it felt like okay interesting uh but you know living in Belgium with i mean like Belgium is very i mean they are pretty close-minded i think so you don't really know what your film will do if if it's like you can win in Belgium and your film won't do anything outside mm. of Belgium so you don't so winning in Belgium doesn't mean anything anymore uh in the sense of like we feel like the you know the, I don't know it doesn't mean a lot <laughs> um, so for us for, for us it was like really after Clermont that uh, the film really started traveling uh winning in Belgium was good for Belgium but not for international uh exposure and that's something that happened after Clermont, after winning at Clermont
2: but we ha- we were very lucky of course with um with the trajectory um None of it was anything that you'd expect. Like, nobody can ever expect, you know, how a film would turn out. And, but so far we've been very lucky and we're happy that the film resonates with people.
0: And how is it? I mean, are you still out of festivals now, I'm assuming? And are they doing like online screening?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. It's the, we, um, it does online screening because like a lot of film festivals, and a lot of short film festivals have gone online. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because we, 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 in a way we, we get to travel the world um, more than we would have if there was no, not a pand- pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. because, because the online um, um, system of, of, uh, of short film, in, uh, sh- international sh- Film festivals have has improved so much that they've been able to kind of, you know, um, before, if we wouldn't be able to go to a film festival, then basically we would just got an email like, oh, you know, but now they, you know, they send us email, they involve us, there's Q and A's online and stuff like right.
0: that.
2: We, yeah. we, we get to meet people that otherwise wouldn't have been able to meet.
0: Just overall, I mean, what's the biggest takeaway you hope audiences will take away after watching the film? I mean, the story deals with poverty, exploitation, and greed, and yet there's an element of hope at the end of the film.
1: The, the yeah, you know, we are we are uh, very hopeful people, I think, <laughs> um, um, and so you know, we don't want to we 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 don't want to um, show things as black and white, you know. Um, and, uh and so for us we, we want the the, the the audience to to sympathize with these characters all the characters um you know to 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 uh, to be excited you know about the film because it, it because of the genre it is and then um yeah you know like what 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 we we said before about um innocence of of children that could come into uh into danger when it gets crossed with the adulthood to like, just keep an uh, awareness on that. But, but, you know, at the end, uh, not everything is bad, you know, and, and, and stuff do turn out. Okay. You know, so there is hope for sure. Uh, So we don't want, we don't want, we don't want people thinking, Oh my God, what kind of world is this? And, uh, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, a slice of life, you know, and, uh, but, 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 but at the end, uh, as long as they're aware, um, you know, and, and maybe you, you might think twice, uh, but live though, you know, play Mm -hmm. your football and have fun, you know, uh, but maybe think twice. That's all.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really what we were going for in terms of like, uh, storytelling uh, we we weren't making um how do you say like awareness film for it It was really it's a story to us that felt universal yeah because it, it is about these themes of like peer pressure and, and 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 so it was in a way for us to to retell our own experiences and obviously also you know something that the audience would relate to Boga is not a bad guy you know mm. but because he also has he has like a a knot in his stomach he, you know like something that you discover later in the story and we hope the audience will care just as much for the Boga as they would for the kids and um and of course we we really want to end on a hopeful note because um that's how we feel like as as people
0: So finally, um, my last question for you. What's your dream project if time and money wasn't an issue?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. (laughs) That's actually the dream question. (laughs) (laughs) But like our dream project, bro, what what would be our dream project? Honestly, it's a lot of things
2: that we would do, I think. Um, we have a lot of projects that we would love to do. We, we we'd love to go back to Ghana and 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 shoot a story that we we've been working on for a couple of years now, right, Tom?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have we have we have we both have you know feature ideas and series ideas and um, for us like our favorite films. You know, they, they had they had an impact, but they also visually were uh interesting, you know. And uh you know, films like, you know, City of God and, and, and uh you know Prophet and a lot of films that we like, um, you know, they are they are not just like even though the stories are very intimate, visually they are you know, it's it's cinema, you know. And um, you know, unfortunately uh you know budget helps or, 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 or equipment helps to 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 sometimes achieve those things um but I like I mean I think I'm very happy uh also to to have received all these limitations at this you know you know starting of our careers because we were forced to really uh tell stories, that we really want to tell because you don't have a lot of stuff to do it, you know? So everything you say, um, should be effective or something, you know? And so now I feel like if, I'm sorry. Would, if, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just joking. I don't know. Uh, if, if we would, if we would make, uh, a film where, yeah, we'll, we'll we just, We would just want to make a film where everybody gets paid, you know, (laughs) 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 and that we don't always have to ask people for favors and and we can have that that SETI cam and not break our cameraman's back all the time, you know, Mm. Um, you know, just like, yeah, if we will have budget, we will still tell the same stories we want to tell. It's just like it would it would it would be more at ease, I think, more comfort doing it. That's all. Uh, I don't think the money will necessarily change the kind of stories that we want to tell. I think it might have an, uh, it can help us think more like uh, wildly, like how we really, really want to do it. So I think having money, we would just tell the stories we want to tell, but then with no compromises, you know. I. I, if that answers your question, I can't give you a film at, at once, I think.
2: Uh, well, we, we we're working on a feature adaptation, and it would be amazing if we get it made. We're working on it. And another TV show that was selected for Torino Series Lab that right. was also on Series Mania right now. Um, and those, those projects are also our dream
1: projects. So, yeah those are you know all our projects are our dream projects and and yeah every money is is well, every money to get it made is very 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 welcome <laughs> so
2: uh, like this is the audience we're saying it to the audience guys <laughs> anybody with like uh, a great a big uh, checkings account
0: just... yeah um, with a few uh, few bitcoins I want to liquidate. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Bitcoin. if anybody gets some bitcoin
2: they <laughs> even it like uh, fortnite money just send it over b bucks
0: nice, nice.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah just so lastly and where can people check out your film and tv work and follow you on social media
1: um yeah so that year uh it's on uh it's it's still in the festival runs but you can already watch it on Vimeo on demand, actually, um, and uh, on socials or Facebook. It's Daye short film. So it's uh, yeah, Daye. Um, good night, not good night, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, short film. Uh, and uh, yeah, me, uh, I'm just Anthony Inti. Um, on on, uh, you can find me on yeah Instagram or. Facebook. Uh, Daye is on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And uh, yeah, uh, no, Vimeo, Vimeo, So yeah,
2: yeah. Vimeo. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm also on on Instagram and and uh, and Facebook. But yeah, follow follow uh, Daye and our progress with the short film, hopefully, and watch it
1: if you if you can. Yeah. And, and and we are very uh how do i say it we are very reachable so some, sometimes people see the film and then they want to have like a discussion about it like we are open to that so okay we are we are very uh, yeah on on socials if you if you if you have any okay. questions or whatever we are very open to going answering or yeah having a talk about it yeah we actually answer the DMs
2: we we answer the questions if there's somebody comes with a question
0: okay cool that's very cool yeah very cool um yeah and no, of course if anybody's out there they want to give you some bucks or some bitcoin they can do that as well through uh through... <laughs> um, okay that wraps up the uh the interview for me that's all my questions i had for you uh firstly I'd just like to say thank you so much for giving me so much of your time and i really enjoyed watching the uh the short film and talking with you about it so thank you again um for thank doing you. that i appreciate it So there you have it. I had a great time chatting with Anthony and Chingers. And you can check out Daea on Vimeo On Demand right now. Just hit the link in the description box below. And don't forget to check out more great content on aruba.com from film reviews, video game hot takes, and top 10 videos. And Why not sign up and become a member and share your passion for all things entertainment on aruba.com today? And you can like and subscribe to I Was Just Wondering with Tom Salmon on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. And maybe leave a comment or review if you like. And don't forget to leave a small tip in the Bitcoin jar if you've loved this episode, as it really does help the podcast. You can find the address to my Bitcoin wallet in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Tom, and I'll catch up with you in the next episode.